Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We are back, and I want to start out by wishing you, Julie, the happiest of almost birthdays. I know. Julie and I celebrated our birthday three days and one year apart. That's right. So I got (laughs) one more day where I'm uh, two years technically Technically. younger than you. Yes. But if you ask Julie, she'll tell you that we're 16 years apart in age. Indeed. Which I'm not sure how that math works, but yeah, I don't know. Long time listeners will understand. (laughs) It's our little uh, joke. Anyway, so listen, we're picking up where we left off yesterday talking about 11 must-ask-seller questions. And with the feedback we've been getting on this topic, um, I have to say it's been very interesting because so many of you were like, oh, that explains why. Like the email we read you guys yesterday from David. And there's been other, I think, David's email. And David, I know you're listening. So your uh, confession, basically, and allowing us to share that on the podcast yesterday has resulted in a flood of other people sharing similar stories. So here's a little word of advice to all of you guys. Why don't you avoid um, having your own story of woe Mm -hmm. by actually following the pre-listing, the whole seven-step listing process we teach you in Premier Coaching? There's an idea. As well as using the actual pre-qualification script, not the one that you kind of sort of remember most of the time if you're only talking to somebody that you don't already know. And doing it consistently, by the way. Not just doing it now and then or, oh, I know this person well enough. I'm going to get the listing. You want to bet? I mean, guys, listen, if you're going to be a professional, act the way professionals act. And the way professionals act is they're very consistent. Um, And uh, people will respect the consistency. Even your mother, you know, even your best friend from high school, when you're treating them like they expect a professional to be, you know, be a service provider, a doctor or whatever, there's a, a certain process that goes through. And if you are not taking your customers through a professional process, they are automatically going to think that you are, guess what, not professional and might choose not to do business with you. It really is that simple. It, a lot of this is obviously the whole point of this is to put you in a position where you are going to be uh, better poised to win the listing. But the other side of this is, is it does create a bit of a psychological impression upon the seller, the prospective seller, that you are indeed a professional. Are you guys getting this holistic approach Julie and I take to real estate coaching and training? It's just not, we're not just selling you shiny objects or widgets. We're actually selling you a complete business system that puts you in a position to be an actual professional, not just an act, not just someone who plays a professional on TikTok. For example, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and I have to say that I see two distinct trends as we pre- as we uh, present these foibles that you can fall into. We're trying to save you from those mistakes, and one of them is what you just said. It's very common to make these mistakes with repeat clients and people you know, which are the very people who you owe the utmost respect to for calling you back a second or third time. It's kind of disrespectful not to treat them the same as you would a stranger. That's number one. And the second one is actually when it is somebody that you don't know because people get, agents sometimes get intimidated to ask like the financial questions and the, you know, what are your plans for your move? They, they just are less comfortable asking those questions. And yet, to your point, if you go to your doctor, let's say you've been going to the same doctor for 10 years, 
Are they just going to stop asking you what's wrong with you and assume that it's an earache? But no, it's of course even, not. It's even more basic than that. When you walk to that same doctor, I mean, you, your dentist was your dentist. Your uncle was a dentist. Yes. And you walked into his office, and every time you walked in, the uh, receptionist at the front desk was going to ask, you know, your insurance information. That's right. You were going to there, even though you were most likely not going to pay because he was going to do the work for free. <laughs> right. I mean, the reality. She still followed the system, though. You, exactly, and that is how professionals act, and that is the experience that. When you guys are professionally uh, operational and you're following procedures like what we teach you in the seven-step listing process, what you will then discover is your whole world's going to start shifting and you're going to become more confident. And when you become more confident, then you're going to feel, obviously, a little bit more emboldened, a lot more emboldened to start speaking with a prospective sellers that you don't know. In other words, you're going to become competitive. You're, some of you are only thinking that your business is only going to come from centers of influence and past clients. And, you know, for most of you, that will be the case. And that is going to be ultimately uh, an unfortunate fate for most of you because centers of influence of past clients are not enough sources of business uh, to provide you a long-term steady stream of income. It's not predictable. It's not duplicatable. You don't know when you're going to get business from it. When you are a proactive lead generator, when you're going out there and generating your own listing leads every single day, you have to be comfortable talking with people you do not know. And when you become com when you are comfortable and you are professional, you will realize that truly the world is your oyster. For those the rest of you, you know, who are always going to be essentially, what's the greatest newest idea? What's the latest you know flashbang thing I should be doing? What's the this that the other thing? That's not a professional. That's somebody that's a hobbyist. Um, now, before we get to our next point, I want to thank Red X for being this week's show sponsor. So I have a question for you guys, and I know the answer already, at least I think I do, is are you finally ready to become a listing agent? Of course you are. Well, great news. This podcast is sponsored by Julie and I's favorite seller lead system. And this is the seller lead system that Julie and I actually used when we sold real estate, the very system. This is the system that we would use. We would turn on our computers in the morning, and then the system would give us, and this is what it gives you, gives you the phone numbers, gives you the names, gives you the uh, MLS history, gives you the property records, gives you all kinds of pertinent information so you don't have to go searching for it. And then also it'll tell you, you basically you'll pick up the phone or it'll dial the phone for you, and then you are going to have direct conversations using our scripts with your prospective sellers. And this is the proactive lead generation system that all of you must be prescribing to. This will put you starting today in direct contact with people that want to sell their homes. Why wouldn't you do this, guys? It doesn't make sense because you don't know what to say and you don't know how to say it. That's the reason that we coach you what to say and how to say it. But having a steady stream of leads every single day, you're going to turn on your computer and there's going to be new leads there waiting for you to call, waiting for you to prospect. That is a proactive lead generator. That is somebody who is going to have an ever-increasing uh, increase, improvement in their cash flow and also the quality of their business and lives. And it is important for you to remember this. And actually, I was having this conversation with Jay Kinder mm -hmm. uh, today. Oh. We went to a field games with um, field, day. Uh, field day, whatever, right? I'm thinking of Hunger, Hunger Games. I'm thinking of Hunger Games. <laughs> so Jay's got uh, two little kids that are basically the same age as our little kids. So some of you guys know Jay. So we were at the uh, at Hunger Games, mm -hmm. Tassis Hunger Games. <laughs> And he, he, he and I were talking about similar topics Do we always talk about, real estate agents and the rest of it. Um, him and Mike Reese used to have an, a nice coaching business. And so Jay told me, he said, in Jay's into his, uh, co his coaching and training was 
um, when they were doing it was more uh, passive. It was more, uh, it was not proactive lead generation. Primarily, it was buying leads. It was funnels and all the rest of it. The stuff that basically has proven over time not to be as um, reliable, let's just say, and vastly more expensive. Your cost per lead, the amount of time it takes for you to generate the lead is far greater than what it was when uh, Kinder Reese were doing this coaching and training. Back then when they were doing it, it was viable. Now it's not viable anymore, full stop. Well, anyway, so he and I were having this conversation. He said, Tim, I've never known anybody, not a single agent on planet Earth, who has become a top producer, someone who's a consistent top producer who doesn't have as their primary source of business proactively generation or prospecting. And he's absolutely correct. Um, and here's somebody that I would say, um, I mean, he's a friend of our family. Julian and I are mm -hmm. very good friends with this family. And they were they built their business based on passive lead generation. Um, and they don't, like I said, they don't do it anymore. But the reality of it is, is he knows that he had to, that the best way for agents to build business is the way we teach agents to build business. And by the way, that's how he built his business originally too. You guys might know this, but he was the number one Coldwell Banker agent for a long time, and he built his business on proactive lead generation. You, are, you, are you seeing the whole picture here, folks? So remember, if you're ready to take the next step and become a proactive lead generator, you're going to need to subscribe to Red X, and we've made it very easy for you. Just sponsor the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. Sponsor the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. And when you do, we're going to text you back a link that's going to give you a $150 discount on Red X, which is pretty kick-ass because it's not that expensive to be on with. So text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. And when you do, you will be automatically uh, applying that $150 discount when you um, become a Red X subscriber, which is the perfect complement to our coaching program. All right, and Julie, let's move on. And we're getting back to, this is point number two of the 11 must-ask seller questions. And this is, I'm sorry, this is part two of 11 must-ask seller questions. And this is point number four. Yes, so know the number of homes competing with your subject property. What are you up against? Now, is it the only choice? For some of your listings, it will be the only choice. Which neighborhoods compete with your subject property? Maybe it's the only choice in XYZ neighborhood, but people also look at ABC neighborhood against that. So you've got to know what you're competing with as well. What will the potential buyer for this home also be viewing? That's a good way to look at that is if I'm going out to see your subject property, what else am I likely to look at? So here's a secret. Always take appraisal classes for your qualifying education courses because that's going to help you with your pricing skills but absolutely know what you're competing against. How you price something that's a new, fresh listing today when there's absolutely no other choices is going to be different than tomorrow when you've got three or four or 10 choices to look at. So here's the challenge a lot of you guys are gonna have now, and I'll tell you what, um, our, what we're telling our coaching clients. The challenge will be, do you price to the market that is or the, mic the market that will be, mm -hmm. right? So you're gonna price it based on what it is worth today based on say today's comps, or are you going to be pricing it based on what it's going to be worth in 30 or 60 days based on the trajectory of the market? In my opinion, if you don't price to what the future price may be, you won't take the listing. So you absolutely should do what feels like overpricing in most markets right now, which is the exact opposite of what we tell you. I know it's the exact opposite of what we tell you in a normal real estate world. But for all of you right now, Price to the market that will be. Don't price to the market that is or was. If you get stuck on was, you're going to lose the listing 100% of the time because prices are going up so quick. You're going to be doing battle with the seller to price this house at $799. And this is, these are the five comps, $799, that's what it is. And you're going to be all self-righteous about it. 
and then you're not going to take the listing. The seller's going to think about it, and overnight there's going to be a house that comes up for eight forty nine and basically sells in one day, and you just sold out. You're not going to get that listing because you just proven yourself to be incompetent about pricing. That's the crazy market some some of you are going to find yourselves in. And I'll give you an observation that Julie and I have been seeing. Um, we have you know essentially agents, and I would imagine not all, if not all fifty states, so it's damn near. And what we've been hearing is there's not just a massive amount of pent-up demand from traditional move-ups and investors and all the rest of it, but there are a lot of people that are starting to wanting to buy homes as a place to put money. It's a store of wealth. And this is something that we've not experienced in a meaningful way in the entire, frankly, our entire real estate careers because people are starting to get really freaked out about inflation. Julie and I have been talking about inflation on this podcast, as you guys know, for, what, two years? Mm -hmm. We had Peter Schiff on. And you guys need to go back and listen to our Peter Schiff. Uh, just Google or go to iTunes put in P or YouTube or even put in Peter Schiff, Tim and Julie Harris, and listen to the interview we did with Peter. He'll give you a really good in, uh, indication for you know what the future in the next 6, 12, even 36 months is going to look like. A hell of a lot more inflation right now what we're experiencing in the country, as Julie and I predicted, and we're not happy about being right about this is pretty much historic highs with inflation, and it's just going to get worse. So you're going to see not just gas prices, but every single price go through the roof, including real estate. So what people are going to do, as people are doing, is they're selling more speculative assets, and they're putting it into things like, frankly, gold. They're putting it into real estate. They're, they're cashing out of things that were more, you know, like I said, speculative, and they're going to, I think, the things that have been more traditional, steady, reliable type of investments. So, yeah, at pricing homes right now, prices to the market that will be. Point number five, Julie. Yes, point number five. Know if there is new construction in the area which competes with your potential listing. This is big. Remember, when builders provide in-house financing, which they're doing right now, they often can sell a more expensive home for the same payment as your resale. New construction is not always listed in your MLS. Totally depends on the MLS system if you've got it or not. So Google for new construction in your zip code and use newhomesource.com to search for what's being built. You can do a radius search if you use that. Visit the model home so you know what you get for the money and if there's special financing deals offered. So here's a secret. Most agents don't know this. A resale home listed for $350,000 may be competing with new construction as high as $500,000 based on the same payment if the builder has buy-downs and incentives in place, especially now. So let's say that you're going interest rate is 3.8. The builder does their incentives and qualifies somebody at 2.0. Yes, it may be adjustable in five years, but most people don't care. But even without incentives, Julie, because really builders aren't that incentized yeah. to offer incentives right now because the stuff is selling themselves. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to find a lot of builder incentives out there in this market. Not, I mean, and you know, we have coaching clients yeah. where you know Julie is referring to our clients in Arizona and other markets where there are builder incentives in place. But the reality of it is, is that with interest rates still so damn low, and we yep. think this uh, war that's happening in Eastern Europe is going to be the excuse for interest rates not to go up anymore. Mark our word on that one. But you're going to see uh, most owners, most prospective buyers are going to prefer to buy new construction, even if it is a hundred or 150,000 more, or even 200,000 example in Julie's example, um, because of the fact the house is new. Be new um, if you have to replace furnaces, windows, air conditioners, and things for some reason, I don't know why, don't last nearly as long as they used to. You know, you used to be able to buy a house and the furnace would last 20 years. You used to be able to buy a house and the roof would last 20 years. Nothing lasts 20 years anymore. Mm -hmm. Appliances are wearing out in less than 12 years. Uh, roofs, furnaces, all those types of things. And owners will know that or they'll know that after they have the house inspected. So most people are going to be more than willing to pay up for new construction homes. 
Um, and uh, because the interest rates are so low, the expense to them of spending more money on a house that's you know a couple hundred grand more mm-hmm. is basically nothing. It's not nearly what the disparity is with a higher interest rate. And most buyers, I'd say probably eight out of 10 buyers, if they're looking at resale versus new construction, they're almost always going to go after the new construction. For sure. They walk in, it's beautiful, it's decorated, it's clean, it's new. They get to choose their carpet color. So what Julie was saying with point number five is if your resale home is competing with new construction, even if the new construction is seemingly in the next price rung up, your resale home better be really, really nice. Better have this, everything about it must has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, it's not going to sell. Yes, that's where staging does matter. A lot of times, if you don't have that around, you you know don't spend the money on staging. But in this scenario, it better shine versus new construction. In a normal world, which this is not, that in a normal world, resale will sell on average at less of a cost per foot than new construction in a normal world. But now, because there's not a lot of new construction in most markets. Uh, not enough to supply meet demand. You're seeing resale oftentimes mm-hmm. will be more expensive than new construction. That's how convoluted the market is right now. That's going to start to adjust as new construction starts coming online. Again, Julie and I have our finger on the pulse of a lot of the big national builders. There is going to be far more inventory that's going to come online about mid-year this year. Not enough to actually oversaturate the market, but certainly enough for you guys to sell a lot more houses. So, you know, keep your heads down and keep moving forward towards the accomplishment of your goal. By the way, if you've not completed your real estate treasure map yet, your fill-in-the-blank business and life plan, what the heck are you waiting for? Real estate treasure map is something that Julie and I uh, use ourselves. It is literally our business and life plan. This is not some wimpy one-page goals list or some dream board. This is something that's going to force you to go through the mental and, frankly, emotional and financial exercise of knowing your numbers and setting real goals and then creating a plan behind those goals. We want to give you the real estate treasure map for free. And when you do, we're also you're also going to be entitled to receive a free coaching call with one of our new member coaches. And all you've got to do is uh, text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S to 47372. Text the word Harris to 47372. And we'll text you back a link. Then you can download the treasure map and also schedule your free coaching call with one of our new member coaches. So text the word Harris to 47372. Remember, message and data rates may apply. Point number six, Julie. Yes. Know what the seller's time frame is. Ideally, when do they need to close and move by? Have they considered buying first and selling second? Building? Are they relocating? Timing is often more important than price and may affect your strategy. You can also use this information to close for the signature, for example. So we can accomplish your goal of selling before the new school year. Now is the best time to get your home on the market. Okay, so you've got to know what that seller's time frame is. We used the example yesterday of an agent that lost the listing because of the assumption that the seller wanted to move right away versus asking the questions that are in the pre-qualification script that we give you in coaching, drilling down on what their goal actually is. You know, some sellers do need to drag it out. Some of you guys know that, that are out there doing lots of transactions. You're doing leasebacks. You're doing, you know, buy first and sell second. You're doing build first and sell second. You've got to know what you're doing. Why would a buyer want to do a leaseback for a protracted amount of time? The answer is simple because they're smart. They want to lock in today's price. They want to lock in today's interest rate, even if it means that they themselves have to stay tenants or stay in their you know previously owned home mm-hmm. for a little bit longer. They will still do it. You sellers right now have an abnormal amount of control of the market. Let the sellers exercise that control. Let the sellers set the stage for the exact perfect scenario for them. That is your job as a listing agent in this market. The market has to tolerate that. 
Uh, and and it you, will. And if you go in there and you try to push a seller around and you use obsolete information, like what you might get the listing just because, as Julie pointed out, you pre-qualified, you know this one of the, the seller, let me just reframe this. You will be surprised how frequently the least important thing is to sellers uh, is the price. In other words, their money. You will be surprised when you actually become more of a professional, how infrequently the actual net to the seller is going to be the biggest, you know, mooring line for them to use you or not. What it is 99.9% .9 of the time is the convenience factor. So if you can make the process more convenient for them by making the move dates uh, sync up perfectly so they don't have to move twice. So it's moving around, you know, their essentially their annual schedule, moving around when they want to. Uh, move so it's not disrupting what would have been their vacation or not disrupting mm -hmm. the kids school or whatever you make their lives easier that is more important is it more important to you listeners to a certain extent it is as even though some of you are you know real estate investors when it comes to your own home and you have a family you know and your dog and the, your gerbils and hamsters and you know fish <laughs> have you noticed how frequently you'll put convenience ahead of finances. That's how everyone thinks. Don't forget that. That will oftentimes be the difference between you getting the listing and not. That is the truth, guys. Do not forget this. Hopefully you're going to understand this and you will not, oh, Tim, I wish I would have listened to you mm -hmm. on the listing you're going to. you got to pre-qualify the seller thoroughly to know what's going on in their head. Question number seven, Julie. Yes. Know the seller's motivation. When you know why they want to slash have to move, you can use this to stay on task during the appointment, referring to their needs and making it more about them than about you. Your job is to be the problem solver. And again, this knowledge also helps you close. So what you were just talking about, it convenience oftentimes, and you know that can be a short move or a long move. One of the things that our coaching clients are doing is they're calling all of their sellers that say, well, I'm not ready to move until spring or until summer. And they're letting them know what kind of control they have. I know John Walkinshaw in Canada is a good example of this. He's got three or four transactions that are not closing until June or July because he got them on the market when there was no competition, when there was snow on the ground, and he did longer uh, transaction times. And you know what? The buyers just have to deal with that right now. You got, So this is the magic of being a professional, as you're not trying to fit everyone into a one-size-fits-all uh, approach. It's like our coaching uh, program, frankly. Mm -hmm. Our coaching program is not a one-size-fits-all approach. Everyone has different strengths and different weaknesses, but there are core skills in which you have to know. Like, you know, I don't mean to belabor the kettlebells thing, and the only reason I'm okay. thinking about it is because we haven't done it yet today. Uh, yeah. But I mean, Julie's strength and her ability and what she's good at is different than what I'm good at. Her style, even though he's teaching us to do the exact same thing, the exact same way, her body is different than mine. And so she's going to be holding the kettlebell differently, swinging it differently, doing all these little nuanced differences. And because he's a great coach, he actually is not trying to make Julie do it exactly textbook or me doing it textbook. He's let our bodies adjust to what is appropriate for our particular physique, frankly, and our tolerance for pain. <laughs> well, right? that's called modifying for the client. Right. And so the point, exactly. So that's really what coaching is all about. We modify for the client. We're going to find out what your strengths and your weaknesses are. You might have a whole bunch of strengths that you don't even recognize or you're not even leveraging for the sake of building your real estate business. That's what we do. That's what our, the point of our coaching program is. We want to make you guys the strongest listing agents you possibly can be because when you have listings, you have leverage. You have leverage over time. You have leverage over money. You have leverage over your future potential. When you're working with buyers, someone's leveraging you. That's really the bottom line. So I strongly encourage all of you guys to take a hard look at becoming one of our coaching clients. Thousands of you join every single year. 
Um, it is, as far as I know, the nation's number one uh, coaching program, especially at this price point. Guys, did you know you can become a premier coaching member depending on how you choose to enroll for around $100 a month? And that entitles you to a free daily coaching call with one of our new member coaches. It is a complete system. This is not a watered down version of our complete system. This is a complete system. And you can join now. And I don't know what the heck you're waiting for, and neither do you. So here's the simple thing for you to do. Text the word PREMIER to 47372. Text the word PREMIER to 47372. And again, the same process. We'll text you back a link. You click the link. You go to the page. You become a coaching member. Um, and remember, message and data rates may apply. So Julie, what have you wished for for your birthday? <laughs> World peace would be a good start. Right? Um, yeah, gosh. Um, I, just a day off would make me happy. If aren't you surprised how frequently reading we, on the beach when we tell people it was our birthday, they're like, they're you know, they think a birthday is about like having a bunch of people over and making a. Bunch I know. Of I noise. heard that a lot today. Yeah, and, and Julia and I are like, no, I just want some peace for yeah, a day. Yeah, Julia and I are like, no, we're going to go to the beach and read a book, but we don't want to say it out well, loud. Well, that's the difference between just, introverts and extroverts. I think it? I just did say it out loud to ninety thousand well, people. Well, I think Zoe's going to make us a nice dinner or participate in dinner. She loves to set a pretty table and have yeah. you know her version of a party, so that'll be fun. And also. Uh, she picked me out a beautiful unicorn cake, <laughs> so we'll be enjoying that too. Yeah, a unicorn cake, just what you want. I know it's all right. It's when fine. you're when you're 35 plus 16. Exactly. See, now you understand. <laughs> you guys have a fantastic day, and please do find Julie on Facebook. Oh, you can also find us on Instagram. We have been putting pictures up on Instagram of us working out every day. And I'm going to tell you the reason I'm doing it now. I mean, I post those pictures is because we're doing it as a form of accountability. Because so many of you are messaging us saying that you're doing, you're starting workouts as well, and you're posting pictures as well. And so we're sort of, it's rolled into some sort of group accountability thing. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, I mean, so we're going to keep posting pictures. You guys can check it out over at TimitJulieHarris.com. And thank you for continuing to make this number one listen to daily podcast for real estate agents in the nation. I, we announced this yesterday, but we're 26 in the United States in the education category. So the education category is one of the largest categories aside from business. But guys, there's 2 million, at least 2 million uh, podcasts um, that are you know, essentially creating content. And we're number 26 in the education category. That's because of you guys. And we sincerely thank, thank you. And what was really cool is that came out, um, that new ranking came out yesterday. So it's like during our birthday week, we find out yes. we're 26. It's a great now, birthday. We, we've been like, I would say between 100 and 200 mm -hmm. for a long time. Which is still really good. Which is great. Yeah. I mean, I was thrilled with it. Mm -hmm. But realizing that now, and there was no, when I looked at the analytics, there's no you know, one show that basically uh, spun us to the top. It's a steady increase and downloads and people listening to the show um, and it's not it, it, that's what it is it's just agents sharing the podcast with other yes. agents and, and it's we're incredible grateful for that but it's also itunes sharing the mm -hmm. podcast with other prospective listeners mm -hmm. and the way that that happens is when you guys uh, give us a five-star review on itunes so if you're looking for the perfect birthday present for julie and i and it's already perfectly sized we, <laughs> we promise we won't return it please do give us a five-star review on itunes on stitcher on android on spotify on uh, we are every we're syndicated on every single podcast widget that there is as far as i know unless there's a new one that crept up yesterday um, and guys you can find us anywhere but on itunes please do leave us a five-star review and some nice words would be great as well it is our honor it is our pleasure and dare i say not every time but i i do feel a great deal of passion for doing this podcast mm -hmm. especially with julie because we're seeing a direct correlation between our effort and your results julie and i say what we say 
we do what we do. And we, before in coaching, it was more of a, maybe a group coaching call. You maybe would have, uh, you know, dozens of people on the call. Usually it was an individual call. So there was less of a benefit or there was less, less of a feedback from what we are doing or trying to do to help people. And then the results that we could see people getting. But now we're in front of, I mean, guys, this podcast gets listened to millions and millions and millions of times. It's the number one listened to daily podcast for real estate agents. It's something like in the last, you know, 45 days or something over 1.2 or 1.3 million people have downloaded and listened to the show. And you have to remember that's, those are real estate agents. That's extraordinary. And that tells me that what we're saying is helping a lot of people and we're amplifying and, and I think, uh, you know, amplifying what our intent and our true purpose on this planet is. So that's a wonderful gift for us. And, and we're thrilled that so many of you are receptive to the intent of our message. So we really do sincerely appreciate it. Indeed. So Julie, happiest of birthdays. Thank you. And podcast listeners, remember, you can listen to any past podcast. There's over 2,000 shows on iTunes. You can listen to it again on any podcast listening device. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show on the next show tomorrow. Mm -hmm. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.